Hello and welcome back to the Lich Plays podcast. As uh, always, I'm here with Alex and it is again Hello. just the two of us. We've got a, yeah. a relatively special episode planned today. Yes, yes. A, a different episode today. Um, yeah, because we, we were made aware <laughs> that people don't know what we're talking about when we talk about our campaign. <laughs> Which... We have had conversations about do we need to do we need to explain things more, and then we record a week later, and that's completely yeah. gone ahead by the time yeah. we get. Pretty much. So we're going to yeah. do an episode which we have coined "Alador Unwrapped." We are going to take you from session one to session thirty, uh, where you guys currently are, and we will talk a sessions as yeah. much as stuff that we can remember that has happened. The big, but the big plot point we will talk in detail about. Um, yeah, um, right. Session one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, session yeah. one started with a relatively big event. The yeah, the coronation yeah. of King Jethamar the twenty-sixth of his name. That's the one. Um, of House Nardigar. King yep. of men, king of elves, king of dwarves, king of all. Dragon man. Drag- He's got so many more titles that I'm forgetting. It's <laughs> It was kind of meant to be kind of a, a Daenerys Targaryen satire thing. I mean, you probably picked up on that. Um, I once well, again, you wouldn't. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you wouldn't have. Other people would have. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um... I think Finnan went to the coronation. Finnan was, yeah, Finnan was the first character introduced at the coronation. Finnan is the only current character that we have that attended the coronation. Yes. Because um, the rest yeah. of you didn't. Yeah, no, none of us did. Finnan was the first, introduced first at a coronation. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Finnan left and went you... to the guild hall, I think. Is that, is that what happened straight away? Finn just left. Kind of. You and Astra met outside the city coming in. Yeah. Me, me and Astra, so Finn was first, and then I think me and Astra were second and third. Yes, uh, outside you were together. Of the hall trying to come in yeah. uh, because they wouldn't let me in because I, I looked like a bandit. Um, not on purpose. Uh, stop Goliath racism, guys. Um. <laughs> it's not racism. You turned up in battle oh, yeah, no. and armor with yeah. like random miscellaneous weapons on your back, <laughs> like a bag on your shoulder, and was like, "Hi, I want to come into the city, please." And they were like, "Um, uh, yeah. look at your getup, mate." Yeah. Um, so me and uh, that's how me and Astromat outside the thing. Uh, we got in through. God, this is trying to test my memory. I think Astra got us in. I definitely didn't. Astra did get you in. Yeah. Um, then we went to the guild hall. You did. Um, Astra. Um, Where you met with everyone else. Yeah, we met everyone else. Uh, I think the others were already there. I, I kind of arranged it that you all arrived by happenstance at the same moment. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah. So we all got there at the same time. But I'm trying to yes. remember what how everyone what everyone else did before the Guildhall. 
Um, Lashara and, well, not going to put them in because they're dead. Um, the other two were at the inn, the the unicorn, the, um, the prancing unicorn, something like that, some kind of unicorn inn. Yeah. Um, and then they left, joined you guys, and then you all kind of arrived at the same time. Um, and then obviously Mike wasn't playing at that point. Yeah, Neither Mike was wasn't Casey there. or Fionn. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so we all met in the, the tavern. Yep. Gosh, this is this is long ago, but I'm struggling. Um, not the you tavern, all the met guild at hall. the guild hall. You yep. signed up for an adventuring party together. Um, yes. You were told it would the caravan would leave the next morning. Yes, I had to so go. You all went. Give a note to Tuba. You did. You did. Do I know what the note was? No. Do nope. I still know what the note was? No. I've, you know, I've I've never. I've did not, I remember about once, the note? No. Honestly, not once have I thought about the note since we left that. Like after session one, I've never thought about that note ever again. Me neither. Honestly. Um, yeah. Uh, the note will come in to play. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know what the note's about, but I hope it does. Um, yeah. Deliver the note to Tuba. Yes. Tuba uh, is the leader of the Legion of Hope, the adventuring guild you are members of, and also a the brother of the current leader of House Stormai, which is the house that you serve in Okra, the yeah. Minotaur sort of region. Um, yes, yes, that's that's Tuba, uh, friend of friend of Dan, um, friend of Dan, trainer of Dan, trainer of Dan. Yes, for seven years, a bit less than that. Oh, oh, yeah. From Good eighteen to. He's 25, so like six years, whatever, because a year of traveling and blah, blah, blah and whatnot. Um, yeah, so we signed up. We we got to the caravan, had some combos with people. Um, at, ah, before all of that, the guy came into the guild hall, the annoying guy, the tiefling. Oh, That's the one. He made it to the, the guild hall, um, annoyed us. Basically, and then left, <laughs> left the guild hall. Um, yeah, and then we we went off to the caravan to do our our our, our job, basically. Um, yeah, talked to some people at the caravan. Uh, God, I don't remember any of their names. Annalise was one of them, I think. Yeah, she was. Uh, uh, there was also um, Elmar. Elmar, yeah. The the blacksmith. Yeah, the blacksmith. Uh, and then yeah. there was some other sort of miscellaneous people that you kind of spoke to whose names I have not remembered because they were irrelevant characters that were just there to kind of talk to you and sort of tell you about where they were going and just kind of random yeah. NPCs. Oh no, there was Strong Song. He was he was the leader of the caravan. He was the merchant of Axie. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean he, he would he have died. been an interesting NPC for you to keep alive, but it, well stuff happens. Um <laughs> Stuff does certainly happen. Stuff does happen. So we, we, we left the caravan, we went uh I don't know how far we actually got. 
relatively probably um before the first encounter which was bandits i think um, you'd had a night to sleep if i remember correctly yes yes we had enough time to, to rest traveled for a full day and then a bit of a day yeah uh and then our, our first encounter which wasn't bandits even it was goblins um yeah there was like a broken tree stopped our caravan from moving we got there goblin ambush um Killed them quite well, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did Dan hit any? God. Um, I don't think he did. I think that was a, a contention point, and that's why Dan was like, we've got to go after the goblet. I don't... He didn't kill any. He might have hit one, but he didn't kill anyone. I can tell you that much. He didn't kill okay. anyone. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we, we killed some goblins. Uh, one of them ran away. Uh, and one did. Uh, it got tracked, and we decided to to leave the caravan and follow the goblins. Um, you did a bold, a bold move. Yeah, yeah. As, bold, I mean, long term listeners will know a move that did not pay off. And as I mean, if you're not, you will soon learn that it 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 did not pay off very well at all. It was really quite a poor idea. Yeah, but, you know, you guys got some fun stuff out of it in the end. Yeah, cool stuff happened, but um, it was still like a bad. The thing is, um, I would like to say this now. Um, it, it, I don't think it should be on me because this is my first time playing with you as a DM. I have no idea how what you would do. Other people knew you for a long time. They should have figured that out. I'm just putting that out there now. They should have realized. That's a valid point. That's a valid point. They should have figured it out. I I didn't fucking know. I was just like, cool. Clearly he wants us to go after the goblins. Let's go after the goblins. Um, So, yeah. You should always do what you want. Fuck me. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Yeah, so so we went after the the goblins uh, to the first goblin cave. I guess, or hideout, or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's literally a cave in the side of a mountain, I think. Um, yeah, so so that was that's literally session one. We we killed the goblins and we went towards the cave. We didn't kill them all in session one, did we? Or did, did it go to session two before we? I think I think session. One, yeah, you, you just did the first encounter and headed towards the cave. And then after the session two, you did the cave, came back, and I ended it on you seeing the devastation of the caravan. Yes, yes. So, yeah, session one, went to the cave. Uh, just a goblin cave with a few, like, NPCs in there. Um, went in, obviously. Killed some goblins. Uh, did we kill the NPCs? Uh, there was one, I think you did kill him. One we killed because he kicked someone, um, I think. Yes. The other one we let yeah. go. Basically cleared out the goblin place. Um, this is where I started testing the limits of how much I can get away with. Uh, <laughs> with regards to uh, things I can do in combat. This is the very first session that I was like, hmm, it was. let's try some things. Uh Yeah. Uh, cleared the cave, went well, found some stuff, lore-related, I think. That is where we found the first Squishy McSquamish stuff, So I'm going to say. 
uh, you found, I think you just had amulets at that point. You just found the amulets, Squishy. You hadn't had any letters. Yeah, yeah. Um, um... You found the first letter and the next one that you were told to go to. Yeah. Um, we didn't find any buttons, did we? Was that that session? Uh, it was that button. session where the, the sort of the button trilogy, the button chronicles were born in that yes, the, very the birth, session. The, the, the birth of the buttons. Um, birth of the, that's actually a good way to put it, but the birth of the buttons, yeah. Yeah, session two, birth of the buttons. Um, yeah, cleared out the cave quite, quite, quite easily. I don't think anyone went down. Um, maybe. So yeah, cleared that out. Session two. Left after looting. Left. Got back. To, I think that's where Toadstool Tonic started as well. I think it um, was Toadstool Tonic at that point. Because yeah. I did search for alcohol, I think, and that was there. So yeah, that's the session that Dan's merchant instincts were born. It's the session where the alcohol instincts were born. <laughs> I can say that much. Um, yeah, left the cave. And we got back to the caravan, and basically everyone was dead. Um, a few people were alive. Don't, don't be dramatic. You had yeah, well, like three people were alive, right? You had like four wagons, two full of people, two full of stuff. Yes. By the end, you still had two wagons. Yes. Just one of them was full of stuff. And one of them was full of bodies, and then the people walking behind. Yes, yes. Um, so maybe you lost <laughs> three quarters of the caravan. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Um, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we met back up with the caravan, and that was the end of session two. Everyone, like most people, were dead. We we lost stuff. We did a very bad job, basically. Um, so we went back to town. To the, the city we were yeah, taking yeah. them to. You headed, um, headed on to Falion. Falion, yes. The the important Where city. You uh, remained for quite a while. We did. So we went there. The session three, we went there and the fallout of our failures happened. Um, basically kind of shunned. Wasn't going to get paid. Uh, people didn't like us. It was awful. Um, we were told you had a debt to pay off to the guild now, so you would work for free for the next couple of jobs to pay that debt off, which ended up being one job because it was a particularly big job. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, we, we dealt with that fallout at the guild hall. Um, people were reasonably annoyed. I think that's where... Or was it in Nightmare's guild hall where the, the repeat NPCs came in? Elsa and Sildar. Oh, the repeat NPCs happened in happened in Nightman, but they aren't two story. So Sildar and Elsa are twins that are you guys is adventuring consultants. Yes. Um, so if you have questions, you can contact them. And yes. It's just a way for you guys to have. I guess for me, to, if you require an idea of what to do, I can be like, well, in world, this is an idea. This is what you can do, which you've not needed. Um, yeah. I also had an idea of it to serve as like a law guide. If you could, you know, you could convince Sildar to tell you stuff, which with you, again, has not been needed. <laughs> yeah, not um, needed. But yeah. But yeah, so um, Sildar is just exists and is ready to help if you need him. Pretty much. Um, uh, yeah. You missed out Tear joining when you went to the guild. 
Okay, yes, yes. Ah, oh, he did join in session three. So yeah, we made it to the guild. <laughs> um, bless you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> we got there. Um, I think so. We we lost the party member who started, and I, I think that's just how it is. Uh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. So tier came. We got into the guild hall. We're like, oh, we're going to give you guys a new party member. It's like, okay, cool. Um, Mr. Six foot five, half elf paladin. Uh, Pale and kind of weird. Yes, and half elf um, was there. Uh, 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 no, not a half elf. A double, double elf. elf. Yes. Yeah, come on, Alex. Elf. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, so so we got there, uh, got introduced to Tyr. I arm wrestled him. I lost. Tradition. Um, just regular Dan happenings. Uh, bullied the small person who was annoying me, which has happened a, th- a few times. Um, yeah. 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 Tend to do that. You do. Everyone, everyone spoke to Tyr. It was cool. Uh, he was going to get paid for the next job, obviously, because he didn't lead to the death of things. And then we got approached by the lord of the place. You were. The lord of the place. It was Finan's uncle. Finan's uncle. Lord um, Arabella. That's the one. Uh, and he wanted us to go kill these goblin camp. This goblin camp that he was... He, that was nearby because um, people were there and people died there and it was a problem and he wanted us to do it. Uh, and he would pay us because it wasn't a guild thing. I think he, he said he'd pay us or whatever or just something. He, he So the job wasn't from him. It was like handed down to him from his boss. So he kind of like subcontracted it out to you guys. So yeah. the payment won't be from Lord Arabella, but from like, um, I forget the name of the house, the principal house of um, the region that you're in, the, El- the Elven region. The Lord of Elves is what his title is. Ah, yes. Um, so yeah, we... we got that job offer. I think we stayed the night in the tavern. Um, you were given free lodging in the tavern for as long as you needed by the Lord. Yes, by the Lord. So we went to the tavern, uh, met an NPC who I think his... Someone related daughter to him. And grand, daughter and grandchild. That's the one. His daughter and grandchild were killed in the caravan. Who I just I remember vividly describing to you guys as like the, this little dwarven girl was like running, after like with the carriage and like she was climbing over it, and you were like, "Oh, that's so cute!" And we was like, "That's amazing!" And then you came back and yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we met we met him. Very poor interaction, obviously. Um, people people pushed and pushed that interaction to a point. Uh, they're no longer in the party in the, or in the campaign. Uh, they pushed and pushed interaction with that poor man who I was trying to make it evidently clear wanted nothing to do with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that went awful. Uh, got our food. I think we had the rats for the first time. You... The rat worst and the rat stuff, yes. Yes. Uh, we had rats for the first time and then we just went to sleep. 
and okay. Dragon's Breath for the first time. Oh, was that Dragon's Breath? Okay, yeah. Dragon's Breath, which knocked basically everyone out from, from, from yes. shotting it. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's yeah, yeah, kind of much. what it does. Um, it's a very, very strong alcohol. Kind of like burns very, your throat and it's going down. Yeah, very strong. And then we, um, yeah, we let we, we went to sleep and woke up and left to, to kill the goblins uh, for session four, I believe. Um, Something like that. The timeline of sessions might be a bit off, but in terms of what happened, pretty odd. Yeah, this is just the rough timeline, yeah. So, so what? Yeah. You then immediately went off to hunt some goblins. You had, at this point, I believe, been given your quest in the town of Ewan, but you were like, we'll do this, rest, and head off. Yes. Uh, and you wanted to hit the um, the Stonehenge place on, on your way. So you yep. like planned a route that would hit everything you need to do. Yeah. Uh, so you headed to the goblin camp. This, I think, was probably your first hard fight. Yes. Like, yes. Where it was like you guys somehow like it was a rough fight because it was three goblins, a bugbear, and two direwolves. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was off. It was our to- uh, the t- the toughest fight we had. By that point, but it was. I mean, you guys dealt with it pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, it went, it went like mobbed well, certain people first, and then yeah, pretty much. Um, and Astra's uncanny ability to r- constantly hit nat twenties. Yeah, honestly, uh, <laughs> so far I think Astra's rolls through then was like the best. Um, yes. Yeah. So cleared that. Got some. That was when we got some squishy squirmish law. I think it was that was when i thought i would be like yes i'm gonna give them a a nice little goblin letter they're gonna have to go and translate it it's gonna be like a mystery for them to work out and finnan goes oh, i speak goblin and I'm like, yeah oh, fuck i completely <laughs> forgot that it was one of the languages that he'd been taught in like lord school or something like one of his electives <laughs> um and i was like damn yeah i gave him the translation but i think in a way, that worked out better because it immediately got you guys interested because you then went to the... You completed that goblin camp, fine, moved on. You went to Stonehenge where you immediately yeah. got another bit of lore that I think, I think really sort of kick-started things off. Did we not uh, loot some some chests and stuff first and take them back to Fallon? Oh, yeah, you found chests marked that were supplies that were being stolen. Yeah, yeah. Took it back to Falun, got some money. I I had some more toastal tonic. Um, Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah, this yeah. So before, so we went back to Falun after the go, uh, the the goblin camp. Did some chess stuff. Uh, got some loot. This is when I think I sold the wine for the first time. The toastal yeah, yeah. tonic. We met Bertram yeah, so. as well. We did meet Bertram. We should talk. talk I think we should talk about Bertram. Yeah, the, the, the button. You God. tell me you tell me about Bertram. What do you oh, think God. of Bertram? Um he's interesting. What is Bertram? Can you um, define Bertram? Ah. Uh I feel like it's it's kinda of like Doctor Strange vibes. It's the way I'd go with Bertram. Just a bit of a weird fellow. Um Really? You'd give smart. him that much intelligence? Not not as smart, no, not as smart, not as smart, no, God no. Um but he's a bit mysterious, he's a bit weird. Uh so yeah, we met Bertram. He, he poured you like a glass of buttons and was like, hey, I'll have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Um, 
we had some convos. He told us about the the order of the, the buttons. I think that's what it's called. The Grand um, Order of the Arcane Button. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> talked about that. He he now he gave us a like a, a separate quest, like a side quest to, to help with, where we he wants us to find these special buttons that can teleport us to different realms. Um, mm. Most. What's the most important fact about them? Uh, they're, they're, they're one time use that you can't return. So, yeah, yeah. They'll get you there, they won't get you back. Yes, give them straight straight to him, um, basically, and don't use them, uh, which we haven't found any yet. It's fine by me. I don't plan on going to another realm. So, <laughs> totally fine. Not the Wild, not the Shallow Dark. Nope, I'm fine. Um, yeah, so, so we, we spoke to Bertram. Uh, he gave us some some button beer, which tasted nice, uh, and told us about a language, buttonish, in which we are still learning. Um, Twenty six sessions. Wednesday. I've been rom roll off for like ten sessions. I know it's infuriating. Um, so yeah, we we left left with the extra side quest. I think no one had bought any gear or anything yet, like extra. So we're all still, no. yeah, we're all still base. Uh, and then we just went uh, to the journey to Yuan. Uh, Yuan, not Yuan, Yuan. Yeah. No, you're forgetting something. Your favorite. Stackacy. Oh, God, I totally forgot about No Man Juliet. I think some people were missing for this session. So I was like, oh, I'll run a nice, like, beach spell session. It was like a spa. (laughs) You were going to go and have fun. And then I'd, like, made up some things of, like, like, just, like, I'd looked online for some, like, just, like, mystical fantasy, like, ingredients and, like, face masks and things. And some of them were, like... Uh, fairy wings, and I'm just like reading out the ingredients to you guys in character, and you were going, "That's a little, that's fucked up." <laughs> and then the the gnomes that were held in in rooms with the doorknob just slightly too high that they couldn't reach them, <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, let's break the gnomes out." <laughs> yeah, it was like a whole um, gnome trafficking situation, I guess. <laughs> it wasn't. They were paid. Oh, they were paid. Yeah. Gosh, that's how we thought it was. We thought it was a known trafficking situation, I think. Um, so we, we we went to free them, and then we basically gave them the building um, to run. Nomeo and Juliet. And they, they opened a foot spa. Uh, and they opened a foot spa. Um, yeah, it was cool. And you've not uh, went back to visit them? No, we haven't. <laughs> you uh, were in Falia not long ago. Was yeah, yeah. I think it was you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, no. You've not been to Fallian in ages. We went to Fallian... No, mm, we went after Ewan, I think, to to do armor stuff, and then we just basically oh, left you, straight away. You did. I remember. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So You were there very briefly, yeah. Yeah, so we left Fallian... Um, and made our way to to Ewan for the Slard quest. Uh, but before that, we hit some goblins uh, along the way. No. No, you hit the first hit the ruin. We hit, yes, we hit uh, Stonehenge. Um, Stonehenge. It's not actually Stonehenge. It's a, it's a tower, but it looked like Stonehenge on the map. So No, no, before that. 
Is it? Before that, you had the... Oh, God, it's that one. Okay, yes. The, 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 the bit I thought you'd remember most. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we went to the first ruins, an underground crypt type thing. Um, and that is where we found the first prophecy. Yes. Uh, well, yes. first that you knew altogether, the second yeah. one overall. Yeah, second one overall. First, we all knew as a group. Um, found that property. I'll, I'll quickly explain this because we didn't mention it at the time because Alex wasn't privy to it. Session one, one of the characters was given a sort of vision in which they were read this prophecy to um, basically it kind of went um, uh, the star, a second star will fall on the first one. Um, uh, you need to ensure that Raven Queen rises with her. She'll bring destruction and death and everything. Um, and all of this. Yeah. So you've then found a counter-prophecy. Yeah. Um, which uh, only two of them basically knew as a counter-prophecy, yeah. So we thought it was an actual prophecy. And we are like, cool. A bunch of spooky stuff happened, and we found that prophecy, and killed some things and left basically and that was an introduction to the first I, I would say i would say i have done a game of thrones in where i have killed off the mate the uh, 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 like the most pivotal character the most important character for this little spot quest thousands of years ago <laughs> um yes the yes the the important character is dead um for this king nathaniel king nathaniel yeah um, Having him alive would make good lives. Basically, a lot easier. Yeah, and uh, str- literally, so straight after the prophecy is when I lore dived. That's the first time uh, I probably oh. lore dived. So yeah, I, I if you tested me on lore before that, which luckily we never had the opportunity to be tested on lore before that. Uh, the most lore diving I'd done was probably like Okra and um, the Dawn, like the Ages, uh, Dawn okay. Age, uh, second, third, fourth. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Because they are relatively yeah. confusing. Yeah, so that is when I lore dived deep for the first time um, and just kept doing it, basically, to memorise things after the prophecy, because I wanted to figure it out, is the whole reason I lore dived. Um, yeah, so we left. Um, we left there. And then we hit a goblin place, I think. Um, and then Ewan? How many goblins? No, we've only done... You did the tower, which was our first tail spire combat session. Was the tower was after the slards, though, wasn't it? Oh, the tower was after the slards. Correct. No, you're right. Was there a goblin before the slards? I don't think that. I. Yes, yes, there was. Yeah, because you it was right outside you, and you decided to do that first before going into town. Yes, yes. And found more letters. More letters. The arrival. Yes, yes. Um. Talking about the arrival. Do you, have, do, do you have you know what the arrival is now at this point? I know. Um, I'm quite sure. Uh, to be honest, never really gets talked about in the conspiracy theory group chat. Just, I just kind of assume everyone knows what it is. Wonderful. Excellent. Yeah. Great. That's um, good. Yeah, it's not like it's awfully complicated. Uh, no, that no. bit's quite clear. Yeah, everything so, else is quite. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So then we left that, we went to Ewan, and this is the slard one. So we spent two weeks in Ewan, two in-game weeks. Yeah. Uh, two in-game weeks. Five, six sessions, maybe? A something. Pretty, a pretty, a pretty, a, I would say a sizable chunk of the campaign was centred in and around Ewan, but so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to Ewan, did some, so yeah, got there, told them we were from the guild. Actually, did we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we told we the, the main lodgings. people we were from the guild and then stayed yeah, stayed at the lodgings. Um had a look around town at the start. Uh first thing we did, I think, look around town. Um to see just like about the slards and stuff and and well, I, we didn't know there were slards at the time. You just know the things were popping from people's chests and people were dying. Yes, yes. Um so we looked around. Uh Went to many establishments. Uh, we went to a uh, merchant shop. A that like town hall, yeah. Um, tavern, obviously. The barrel belly, and then we went to a uh, a brothel, um, which which I would like to state for the record. I did not originally plan to exist in town, but when the question is asked and people are like, there's probably a brothel here, let's ask and find it. Um, there was one, but I didn't want to make it a straight brothel because that's boring and I'm not boring. It had to be a diversification. So <laughs> it was a circus and a brothel. Yes. Different yes. sides, different sides. Left for the brothel, right for the circus. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Dan went to that. No, he did. I don't think Dan did either. I think Dan went when you'd arranged a meeting with um, Sarah. Yes. Because the only two people that didn't go were Lashara and uh, Tyr, who went to pray. Yes, yes. Uh, and then Dan but left. That was the, the meeting that was conducted in the circus side of things, rather yes, than the yes. brothel side. Yeah, Um Went there, had some conversations about it. Uh, found out that one of the employees' customers had died. I yes. Think. Uh, spoke to that employee. Tried to figure some things out. Went to the library, I think. You did? Did some library you research. To Amrak, the yeah. town doctor. Ah, yes, went to Amrak, uh, Dr. Man. He told uh, you about that. He told you there were slards. He, yes, he told us there were slards. We went to the library to search about slards and stuff. Um, and then some... I don't remember how we figured this out. Ah, I do. When we went to Grumbles' place, um, Shara casted Detect Poison and Magic. Something like that. Not uh, magic. Poison and Disease. Poison and disease, that's the one. Uh, and we found out there was poison somewhere. Uh, it was poisonous. Yes, and that happened to be the slard eggs we discovered after some stealing and stuff. So, yeah, so we, we lured him out to speak to him, to collect some things. Well, he lured us out, basically, but um, we wanted it as a distraction, Two, uh, two, two of the others uh, stayed behind to loot the the shop. 
uh, to find like the slide eggs and stuff and whatnot. Uh, and then he, in the forest, uh, he turned into a slard with the rest of us there. Um, and this is where he had been taking the people who to turn into slards with the tadpoles and the eggs. Um, and we, we obliterate him. We destroyed the man um, because of tear. This is the famous tear fight that I think we've spoken about a couple of times. Yes, this is was... the immaculate tear fight uh, where he used a uh, compelled jewel on this slard in which the slard is forced to fight him and we all just battered him. Whilst tear, yeah, whilst tear just held the damage. And t- I don't think tear really got hit that much because the slard was like struggling and and tied down. I think someone used... Like... I think tear then grappled him. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like he was still man trying was... to fight Tear, and then you guys were just like hitting him because he was prone. Yeah, basically, the man, the, the, the slide struggled. Um, killed him, killed off the tadpoles. Went well. Uh, went back to Amrak uh, to tell him about the slard and went, there's probably more slards. And then we devised a plan to hold a concert uh, with Finn performing, and we would scan yeah. people to find out if they were slards. Because um, obviously we couldn't let people know we were searching for slards, so we just held a concert, scanned the people, and basically, if we found out they were slard, kill them. Basically, um, pretty much. Yeah. So we so just to plan. quickly interject there, because um, Friday recently did this. Ah. This part. They worked out that Grumbles was a slard on the way out of town as they were following him out and attacked him in town. Um. They were then convinced that Ambrak was also a slard. Oh. Convinced. Walked into his uh, thing. One of them was... Some of them wanted to talk to him, trying to figure it out first, do some checks. Uh, someone disagreed and immediately threw an axe at Amrak. Um, Amrak, who I shit you not was on one hit point, then threw a level, like a, a chromatic orb at them. Oh. Because he was like, nah, fuck this. Warm. Because <laughs> he's a wizard. Amrak's a wizard. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's made clear. They're scholars. They're wizards. Yeah, damn. Um, wow, <laughs> that's one way to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was shocked. I was like, "You can't." He's, a, he's like a little. He's like for those that don't know, Amrak is like a, he's a loxodon. He's like a little old man. He's got like a huge beard. He doesn't hear too well. And he trumpets because he gets scared sometimes. Yes, the trumpeting. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so and that's very every group held some kind of concert or some kind of event. Yes, uh, uh, via art inspiration. You're welcome, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we held a concert, scanned everyone, uh, found who the slards were, and had a big, a big fight, um, which went really well. I don't think anyone really were close to dying. Uh, no, everyone was pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. Some people got it got rough for some people, um, because you were most of you were in like some some people decided to hide on a roof and do nothing all session, um. Uh, but some people were in the in the, in the fray in the combat getting stuff done. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, uh, it went well. It went but, very uh, well. There were six slards. You also had the archers on the roof. Who, if they rolled above a fifteen, could do thirty points of damage a, a yeah. turn. That, yeah. I think that helped you guys out um, in just making things like it was. A, it was still a really tough fight, 
and it's still yeah, no, it to think about what you were doing. Yeah, it was um, difficult. No, you, um, you did really well. Yeah, but we cleared for him. Uh, and then our debt got cleared because it was a big thing. Uh, so they cleared our debt from the the guild. Uh, obviously, Tear got paid because Tear wasn't in debt. Um, and then I, I think after arrest, we went. We left to uh, to go to the the tower. The tower, which was our first tower. house buy session. Which yes, first house buy session, um, which is very good. Yeah. yeah. So we got to the I tower died. for the first session, and it was full of. I, wait, no, wait. I don't think it was, it was our first chaos buy session. No, it definitely was. Our first, was it was it not the slard fight because of no, the, the the big slard fight because that's when we could. Oh yeah, you're right. So, yeah, because no, the the tower was definitely our first ta- slard session, uh, buy session. I think. No, it wasn't. No, you're right. It it wasn't. Yeah, I think it was the the slard fight. Um. Yeah, no, now I think about it, I've been saying that so much, but I'm just wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was the big, yeah. big slard fight was big our first one. Big fight was our first one. Yeah, and then the, ta- the, the tower one was our second. So we got to the tower, uh, there's a necromancer person at the back, and a bunch of skeletons, basically. Um, Do you remember what mark he had on his back? It's not an No, it was Marco Vorogos. That's the one? One of the chaos creatures. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so so we, we went to the tower. This one was difficult, so... <laughs> and it was a six-hour session, uh, bear in mind. It was long. And yes. none of us really noticed, so you can sort of discern from that how like high high concentration and high stress it was for some people. Yeah, um, so we got there, uh, and we started fighting basically straight away. Uh, started at the front, it was going well, we were just killing skeletons. Walked up them stairs, and people started to get battered. Uh, that man at the back was a sniper with those spells. Uh, he was yeah. hitting everybody. Um, I think Astra went down, Tyr went down. I think Lila went down. Yeah. Finnan, I don't know. Lashara, no, because Lashara's underground. Um, mm. Didn't partake in the fight. Dan didn't go down, did he? Dan didn't. He got very close. So I, I, yeah. I, I, I remember doing the maths after the session. Dan took the second most amount of damage, which is understandable because he has like the most health and joint highest AC. Um, but I, I don't... Basically, uh, Dan doesn't go down often because he's got Second Wind and uh, Stone's Endurance. Uh, basically, I can negate and get health back a lot. So it's helpful. And I guess to an extent, Action Surge as well. Yeah, even Action Surge um, helps uh, just for like things in jet, like getting to people and killing people quick enough that I don't I don't take damage. Uh, so yeah, like Dan doesn't go down often. He takes it, he, he gets hit a lot. Like just to clear, he gets hit a lot. Um, like you are all up front. Yes, yes. Sometimes want to hit someone else. Like realistically, it makes very little sense for them to be like, "Oh, there's a huge Goliath right in front of me. <laughs> I'm gonna fire a spell at the at the at the guy who's shooting me with a crossbow over there." Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, but I, I yeah, I tend to not go down 
Um, I got very close to that session. I think the lowest I was on like four HP. Um, but healing potions and whatever kept me fine. Um, very interesting combat. Very creative. Killed people. I think uh, it definitely forced you guys, with him being at the back and firing spells, to really think about where you were positioning yourself with the walls and stuff. Yeah, it's actually the reason yeah. that I um, rugby tackled that skeleton to the bottom floor so that yeah. I could go upstairs, like underneath, and avoid getting hit. Um, yeah. Because that man was using lightning and things and electricity, and I would have been absolutely cooked if I got hit by one of them spells. <laughs> like I would have just died. Uh, so yeah. Flat dead. Yeah, because metal armor is not the way to do things uh, when electricity is involved. So I wanted to not get hit, and I just dropped him, uh, dropped the skeleton down, crashed him, and went up, basically. Went went underneath, and then went up the stairs. Uh, got to the guy at the top. Now, the reason combat went so long, not, not just like, obviously, there was a lot of things to kill, and we wanted to kill him, uh, but it took me so long to finish off this guy. It, it took ages, because I was the only person up there by that point, um, whilst everyone else killed off the skeletons on the, the roofs in the towers, yes. I made yeah, it yeah. to the guy, and it just took me so long to roll a dice to hit him. Like It's it, 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 so, so long. Um, His AC wasn't dramatically high either. No, it wasn't. I My rolls were just sucky. Like the, My rolls were so bad. Um, it got to the point that all, every, all the skeletons got cleared, and Astra had enough time to get all the way up to me um, and next to me, Astro Lashara, one of them, um, right Astra, before I killed him. Monk. Yeah, right before I killed him. Like, one hit before. Um, genuinely, it went. It was really bad. I was, like, on low health for ages, but he didn't hit me either, so it was just a bunch of misses. Um, yeah, and then we killed that necromancer, uh, grabbed some loot that was about... I say grab some loot. The loot was already grabbed. Um, from before it was yes um, during the fight by someone yeah uh, l- went to set up camp next next to the tower for long rest and stuff um, this is into the next session now because obviously after six hours of combat we went straight to sleep duh um, yeah went to the, went to set up camp outside uh, had t- talked to some people had some combos. This is where the had double elf stuff came. Yeah. It this was. Is, this session was double elf session. This is the spawn of double elf. Uh, I don't know how the conversation came up. Uh, I Actually, I do. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> they were talking about something. Uh, people were being suspicious of each other. And then Tyr went to go toilet, like, as character. And it then was Daniel... getting intense, I think. Conversations were getting intense. Yes, so Tia went to, to in character go for a piss. Uh, Dan joined him. <laughs> and then we, we were talking about because they, they were talking about like their backgrounds and what races they were like to because everyone was suspicious of each other, basically. Uh, and then Dan that what did I say? I was talking to Tia and I was like, um If they're if they're a half elf and I'm bigger than them, does that make me a double elf? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, and then no, so so I went. Does that make me a normal elf? Because obviously they're half elves. Uh, Tyr agreed, and then 
Lila said she was a regular elf and we were du- I was double her height. So I was like, ah, oh, that makes me and Tia double elves. And Tia just agreed outright. Uh, and that's that's where that part, um, that session was the start of the, the, the double elf stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and the start of Tia and Dan's amazing friendship. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so that session ended and we headed back to... Where did we go? I'm going to say we went back to Falion. Um, because I wanted I we to... Did. You did. Get headed back. You, you weren't there long. You sold some stuff. Yeah. So I uh, left. There was that sword. Quickly. There was the sword from the Necromancer. Oh, the Cursed Blade. The Cursed Blade. And I had picked up in uh, Ewan off a slard or off something... Uh, Half plate armor, something. I can't remember where I picked it up, but I picked it yeah, up. Yeah, you got it off somewhere. Yeah. Um, and Tyr got a new shield. So his AC was 19. I was like, yeah, let's go back to Falion so I can get new armor because I want a 19 AC. <laughs> like, I've got the half plate armor. I just needed it to be resized to get my 19 AC. Went back Which, to Falion. You're still getting hit a lot. Yeah, like, I don't think it's made much of a difference <laughs> when I really think about it. Uh, it's it's maybe I get hit less, like, once per 10 hits or something. Um, like, one per 10 attacks, do I get hit less, probably. Which, like, is decent. Maybe because you're fighting things with, like, like a plus 7. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, like, um, it's, it's kind of irrelevant at that point. Because if, yeah. if I roll, like, a 15, you're getting hit. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so we went back to, to Falion. And we did all the the armor stuff, sorted that all out, picked up a new quest. Um, I think first, back in when you were having your campfire session, you were told by Lila about the property that she received. I thought it was after she passed out, which was back at Falion, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, it, it happened at the campfire after you'd left Falion. Yeah. So that 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 was Ewan. You had the she passed out in Ewan at the celebration of you defeating the Slards. Oh damn. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I also forgot that, but you had the conversation at the campfire where she revealed that her about her conflicting prophecy with yours. Yes. Yes. Um. So then we had two prophecies at this point. Didn't know which one to believe. Um, so we went back to Falion, did all the armor stuff, took up a new quest, which is to kill, which we're doing right now, this quest. Uh, to, yeah, quell some angry spirits, angry yes. sort of forest guardians and stuff. Yes. Um, and then we, we headed out for a new crypt thing. Um, yes. A new crypt thing. This is a yeah, and this is a very big one. This uh, crypt this is, stuff. This is this was a huge session, law wise. Yes, yes. So we made it to this crypt, and we got there, and uh, it was just a, a bunch, a few pillars, and a statue. That was it. Uh, and weighing sta- scales. Yes, and weighing scales, and there was a note in the weighing scales, I think, or on the statue, or somewhere. A, a, a plaque or something. Yeah. A plaque, yeah. Uh, and it had a little, like, riddle thing. Um, I figured it out. It was very easy. Uh, got fire, water, earth, and air. 
put it in the scales, two in each. Scales, uh, it opened. It was like balance is all or something, the riddle was. Yeah. There were like the elemental symbols on the on, on the on, on the tower seat immediately went, oh, well, this is obvious. Yeah. Um, Open the scales. And there was like a whole underground crypt again. Um, Kind of crypt. A burial place. So yeah, I guess it's crypt. Went downstairs. Um, There were some things in a room, uh, but not much in the first room. So we went into the second room after a few like... Uh, divine senses and detects good and evil and whatnot. Um, and the second room had a clay golem. Um, clay gladiator. Clay gladiator. That's the one. Um, but essentially a clay golem. I think it would just reskin to be a little cooler. Yeah. Uh, and we got absolutely battered by this thing. Um, me and Tyr ran in with Astra. <laughs> um... This this thing, yeah. people who are listening at home, did three attacks with a spear and a shield bash. Yes. Which I ended up removing because I got rid of the shield bash. I kept the three attack because that's fun. Uh, because it put its AC too high and it was just an extra attack that was, I thought was just too much damage. Yeah. Um, so we went in, me and Tyr and Astra were hitting it. Astra put a hand up him, literally fist inside the golem. Uh, I think Tyr did the same. Um, I think it got stuck. Yes. Uh, Astra got stuck. Uh, Tyr got hit a lot and then Tyr got downed. And then I got hit a lot and I got downed. Um, Then Tyr got brought back up from Finnan, I think, maybe. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yes. Yeah, so Tyr got brought back up. I was still down, and this is the session in which I rolled a natural run on the death saving row, uh, throw um, after a, a succeed. So I, I was about one turn away from like probably dying. Um, from death. Yeah, and luckily the thing got and killed. It, it would have been permanent because no one had. Yeah, no one had revivify. Yeah, so I would have just died. Um, luckily the, the golem got killed. And I got picked up just in time. Um, yeah, it was close. Because uh, I'm pretty sure I rolled a death saving throw just to see what I would get. And I'm pretty sure I failed. So, like, I just would have died. Um, I th- yeah, I think I think you did fail, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we checked out this room, which was like a bedroom. Uh, had some books. and This is where all the lore came in. Like, most of it. Uh, all of my my hours of deep. This I think could be the the bit that's difficult to explain. Um, yeah, a little bit. So let's see. In sections, so if it, you don't understand this bit, don't feel too bad because I think that some of you guys kind of struggled to get exactly what was happening while you were there. Yes. So I've got to remember this now. Um, this is the thing with not taking notes. You have to remember everything. Um, I I remember it. So if you get stuck, I can fill in blanks. So we start by searching the room, obviously. Uh, yeah. There was stuff. I don't think insanely good stuff. There was just stuff. Um, then we went to the books. Uh, and I wanted to search for a bunch of books. Dan can't read Elvish. 
So he had to have Astra walk along with him and read it for him, basically. Yeah. But you pretty much worked out there with the books, the dates were on the spine of the books. Yes, yes, the dates are on the spine, and it went from the Second Age to the start of the Fourth Age, is what I want to say. It's, it, was, um, it was a long time. I can't remember the exact time span, but I wanted to like really express the how far this guy could see into the future. So, for for context, King, this is King Nathaniel's grave thing, basically, like his crypt. Um, and all of his books and prophecies were written here, like stuff he predicted and whatnot. Uh, and you can figure that out because he died third age, I think, and the books were written long past that. Uh, no, he died in the second age. He died in the second age. Um, and yeah, all yeah. the books were written past that. So we were reading some books. We read the most recent book, which is where we got the third prophecy. About the siblings the prophecy. Yes. Which told um, you that you needed to be beware of the siblings, the chaotic yes. rise or spell, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, we read some other books about uh, Jasimirs, I think. Some of the Jasimirs. Uh, not Jasimirs, uh, Nazigars. Just yes, you found that big book. Yes, um, about Which all of them. Talk, in... I think, right? Dan I think has so. that book. I think so, yeah. Uh, it just basically so talks a, about all a, of them in like rough a detail. chronicle of like some of the kings, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is where I figured out that all of these were accurate because all of the stuff in the law was basically the same as that, so they were like accurate and he was good at this. Some other random books, which were just had stuff in. Basically... Uh, the third prophecy is the most important book that we we read uh, in there. Mm. Um, Which I, I don't know if you remember this bit of lore, but Jessima, uh, Jessima, Nathaniel only wrote one prophecy. Yes, yes. Which is the siblings one that you now have, and the rest were sort of warped by other people who wanted to, I guess, in later years were worried about certain things, so began to change prophecies to suit their needs and be like, I think this is what people need to be wary of. This is what I'm changing prophecy to. Yeah, basically. Um, so this one's probably the most accurate one so far of the three we've got. Um, it's likely to be true. Likely, I'm still pessimistic. Um, he told you it was real. Yeah, yeah, I know. Still pessimistic. He can tell us all I want. Like Fair you enough. can be wrong. Okay. Like you can just be inaccurate. So it's That's I'm true. like eighty five percent sure that this is likely to be the correct prophecy, right? But it's good to be cautious. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we got that prophecy and we left, and that was the end of that session. Uh, rested uh, at the campfire, had some talks about the prophecies, and went into a new session. Um. Into the next session next week, obviously, uh, which we went into the room next door, which was full of spiders. Um, it was, it was, and Tyr is incredibly scared of spiders. Uh, he had to roll to not be frightened, like Shadow Heart and Baldur's Gate. Um, uh, he natural twenty, which he asked for. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, put this on him. He he was like, I want to do this, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, very understandable. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and he natural 20s, so he was fine, basically. Yeah, he was <laughs> for that fight. Yeah, and then we, we just beat the shit out of these spiders. 
I think I, I don't think they really put up much of a fight. I think they actually got battered, to my yep. memory. Had a search around that room. There wasn't really much there. Um, there wasn't. No. So you headed out. Yeah, we left. We rested. Um, skeletons. Skeletons. You four skeletons. Yes. Wait, before we, we left, them relatively easy. There was no. no you you had your. Um, so you beat the skeleton. You had a short rest. Went in, fought the skeletons. There was no real issue, and then you went into the next room. Where the armor. Yes. Because Dan immediately walked up and went, Oh, I want to use this seeing orb and put blood in it. And the armor came alive and was like, No, the king has forbade anyone to use this. You yes. Beat that up. Yes, yes, yes. You yes, immediately yes. tried again with another one. Another armor came alive. Yeah. You eventually managed to put that down. Very then, simple. Yeah, I don't think you struggled. Yeah. So I remember I, I I had a problem with this because I wanted to try something really badly, but I can't remember what I wanted to try, but I wanted to try something. And then we, the thing just got broken. Uh, everyone decided to just break it. And I was like, oh, fuck. We could have done something. I can't remember what it was now. I, I did want to try something really big um, that I thought would work. Uh which is why I kept putting my blood into the fucking bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it kept bringing armor alive. Yeah. Um, so that we just destroyed the thing. Um, oh well, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we we called the session there, and I think that's when we had a special guest. The next session, I think. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yes, from a previous campaign for you guys. Yep. Came back, joined us for one. They live in New Zealand, so it's very difficult to join in, but they had the morning off work and decided to wake up at 5am to join us, which yeah. you have to give some credit for. Yeah, absolutely insane. Um, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> respectable. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, so a special guest. Um, we went through and did some stuff again. I think. Um, yeah, you went and then you reached the golden doors. The golden doors. Uh, I think the the pretty the next big notable thing that happened. Yeah, uh, we opened the doors and we went into the. Uh, we, there was a tomb. I think it was a tomb. I think a coffin or something. Yes. Um, the tomb. And that was Nathaniel's, and his ghost was there. Basically, his he was. his spirit, his ghost, his whatever. Um, yeah, so so we got there, and we went to speak to him, basically. <laughs> uh, but before we spoke to him, uh, one of our members tried to steal some fake gold that was there. Nearly got caught. Nearly got us killed. Uh, yep. It would have been rough. It would have been a difficult fight. I think yes. what would annoy you more is if I told you after that you would have got a bunch of law from him. I think that would have made you angrier. I knew I would have got law from. That's why I wanted to talk to him when I was sitting there. Yeah. When I was sitting there and like, yeah, let's talk to him. And then people were like robbing things. I was like, fuck, we're not going to be able to talk to him. Like I know I've been in, I've been a player in Joanne's campaign long enough to know that if we fight him, we're never talking to him. And I'm not finding out this really important law. I want to know. Um, yeah. So yeah, luckily the rolls were good and we got away with it. Um, all for fake gold, lead painted in gold. Yep. Um, 
but yeah, so so we had a talk with Nathaniel and we asked him a few questions. Uh, I think it was five we got. You got um, five questions. Do I remember the questions? No. Um, there was you one about him being accurate. Yes, and you told you that yours was accurate. There was some he couldn't answer. Yes. Mainly because I didn't want to give you that information yet as a DM. But, yes. you know, cosmic laws forbade him from answering. <laughs> uh, we asked who the siblings were, and he said, no, but I can tell you that some one of you guys might have met them. Um, I think I said some or all of you have met some or all of them. Yes, yes. Which um, really doesn't help that much. No, but then from that, like, everyone thought they figured out who the siblings were. Um, yeah. Were any of you right? No. <laughs> God, no. I was very sceptical. I still... I, I I was still baffled from that comment. Uh, what else was there? What else did we ask? I think I asked the most questions, which is, is the thing. Um, uh, I don't think anything else was majorly sort of groundbreaking apart from that. I asked about uh, one of the Nartigars. I can't remember what I asked, but I asked something. Um, and yeah, that was it. And then he disappeared. We had a look around, look at some of the gold and bloody blah and whatever in his tomb. Uh, and we left. And we just you did. Yeah, or, well, we, we walked out the tomb um, and went to, to rest, basically. Um. I think that was about um, two months ago, a month and a half. I honestly, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, they all kind of blended to one in my mind. I don't know what. You yeah. did something. Because then I want to say that you had we had two character deaths next, but that feels yeah. more recent. But I think it's correct. No, so we had the we spoke to God first. Um. We had a session. Oh, you did. We you did. Session. You spoke to some um, gods. We spoke to some gods. Uh, so before all that, it was we got out and we we set up camp uh, where we had. We went to where we had our camp set up, uh, and there were. I was tr- trying to be forced into persuading Astra to give us backstory uh, about Which her life. Happened for out of character reasons, but we can ignore that. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the Rat Man came. The Rat Man came. Squeak Strummer. Squeak Strummer. Uh, Squeak Strummer came. Uh, didn't like him. <laughs> Nobody likes Squeak Strummer. Nobody liked him. Basically, told him to fuck off. He was on his way to uh, the king because he was meant to be his uh, jester or something, advisor. He was. Yeah. yeah. No, a, uh, a simply jester. Yeah, we, we had not cared. We told him to leave, basically. Um, he left. And then we spoke to gods. So Lila and Lashara, who had been speaking to gods, spoke to Orifeli, god of destruction, uh, and told him to, t- to speak to me. Um, in which I was allowed to s- ask two things. I think. You were. Um, and now... When I got told this, out of character, I knew what I wanted to ask. In character, I knew what Dan had to ask. So I, I was burning with pain on the inside. Is basically what did you what, what did you want to ask? Uh, oh, let's see. What did I want to ask? Um, 
it's definitely something to do with King Nathaniel and the Crips, I think. Uh, like okay. A is well, there more sense. crypt locations? Yeah, if like if there's more crypt locations, or if he's notoriously like very accurate, and B was going to be something related to uh, the Chaos Gods and like their creation and future creations and blah blah whatever. What I actually asked was, um, is the Raven Queen real, like a real god uh, or goddess? Um, and what the second one? I think the second one was about is he is his properties accurate? No, I've I've I asked a stupid question. I think. Um, oh, I don't I, remember. Okay. I think that's how it, we led to the conversation of the volcano because I asked a stupid question. Maybe. Have you killed anyone or something like that? It must something have been stupid. Dumb. Yeah, something that yeah. didn't help me. Um, and then, yeah, and then Orifelli showed me his powers, and then I was like, oh, can you destroy that volcano? And I killed 3,542 people. Um, There's a number that lives in my head vicariously. That, um, that number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I got out of that, and then Finnan spoke to Orifelli as well. Yes. Yeah. Tyr went into his tent and prayed. Don't know what happened. He um, went into his tent and prayed. I can't remember. You also spoke to Elaz. Is that when you got Elaz? No, that wasn't the Elaz session. So I we'd spoken to Orofelli and then I was like, okay, cool. I believe in praying now. So I prayed a bit. Uh, this is like around the time uh, when I started praying to gods. Um, and then we, after all of that stuff, I think it was like the end of the session. Uh, it was. Session ended. And next session, we woke up, two play- two characters were dead um, yep. because of stuff. Uh, Difference of opinion, not relevant to this conversation. Basically. Um, stuff happened and two characters were dead. Lila and Ashara uh, died. So and welcome the wonderful Fion to our party. Yes, we added Fion, uh, and we got uh, Eleni. I think that's Eleni. Eleni, yeah. Yeah. Um, is it? Or is that Casey's character? No, no uh, Casey's character is... No, 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 no. Oh. Uh... Uh, Northie. 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 That's the one. So we got Eleni. I've, I've met so many new people this week. The names are just flying around my head, so I went through like a rolodex of which is the most non-human name in my brain right now. <laughs> and Norfine was like the one. Nice. Um, yeah. So we met Eleni. She just spawned from the sky. Uh, was a travel. It was a companion of. Uh, I was about to say Asterion. Finnan um, was a companion of Finnan. Finnan, Asterion, same person really. Basically. Um, yeah. Uh, Found out about that, she joined the party, and then we met the Scholars of Esnari. Um, my yes. favorite law reference moment because I got it so quick and I was so happy with myself. I like it was fucking amazing. Um, Do you remember who you met from the from the order from the college though? Grog, not Grog. Um, that's not his name. Grog is someone else. Grogog. Grogog, yeah, Grog is a completely different character. Grogog, the greatest name. wizard of the age. Grogog, yeah. Um, had some convos. They knew about some prophecies. They were going to tell the king. Um, 
-hmm. their prophecy was about the siblings as well so it was the same um but we didn't get much information otherwise because they don't want to tell us basically um they did tell you who the siblings were or they gave you a prophecy about the siblings they did yes they gave us probably a pro they gave us a little prophecy about the siblings that hints that they're the chaos gods basically um yeah, pretty much raven queen included um yeah and that is the session dan rolled a natural 20 on religion and prayed to elaz um in the evening yes uh, and i woke up a god um elaz and i got a conversation uh we talked about alcohol mostly she is a patron of intoxication. Yes. Uh, I leaked all of the bad things Orofelli did and the fact that he was still awake and didn't want us to wake anyone else up because he wouldn't be able to run it. Um, I don't know the aftermath of that because I haven't spoken to Elaz since, so couldn't tell you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and Elaz gave me a boon. A, a, a boon, which basically means I'm good at alcohol stuff. I find 10% more alcohol. I get 10% more money when selling alcohol. Uh, I There was one more about 10%. You can't you can't get drunk of Dragon's Breath. Yeah, I can't get drunk of Dragon's Breath. Doesn't knock me out or whatever. Uh, and there was one more. I can't remember it. It doesn't really matter. It's Yeah, it's fine. It was I think you hit the main 3 there. Yeah, yeah. So got that boon. That was cool. Um <laughs> And then we left for the Goblin Camp, where you picked up the wonderful Norfine, yes, as a North cleric. Fiend. Yes, a cleric. Um, um, went into a Goblin Camp, and uh, Casey and slash Norfine immediately paid off by healing you guys more times than the other cleric had done in the entire length of the campaign up to that point. Yes, yes. in we, we one combat, quick. Um, we dealt with some some goblins, some hobgoblins outside. We went into this house um, where we stayed for like a night uh, to rest up and have some convos. Chilled a bit, had a good time. Yes. Um, we all talked, got to know Norfine, did some like in-character stuff. Tyr had, a, this is very big arc for Tyr because Norfine's been introduced and they're both believers in Tritter, Tr or Tr, whatever you want to call it. Um, Tr, yeah. Yeah, Tr. Um and which causes a problem for Tyr because stuff happened. We got some minor background information on Tyr, uh, aka he's wearing uh, House Kale's armor. Um, doesn't really help at all, but we know he's wearing House Kale's armor. Um, yeah, got some background lore. Spoke to people. Wait, I gave you the opportunity to roll to find out why that was important. Um, why yeah. it was relevant to House Kale, and I don't think any of you managed to pass that check. I doubt so... it. Um, but yeah, and we did some some just role playing, some conversations. Uh, there was a smart book that was interesting. Um, yeah, we we long rested. We woke up the next day and went to get the rest of the goblins. So we went down to the basement of the house to just check out the whole house the next day. Uh, and that was an, ent an entrance. There was a secret entrance to the goblins lair. Yes. In which we, we found, we opened, we snatched, well, Tyr snatched their leader, uh, grappled it to the floor, and we beat the shit out of their leader. Um, yeah. 
Mercy which I think, me. if you remember back to the Gabe episode, we did speak about. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so beat the shit out of the leader. RKO'd him from top ropes with a shield. Beat the shit out of him, killed the rest of the goblins, um, and looked around for some loot. Uh, got another letter from Squishy, I think. Um, yeah, pretty much saying the arrival was his mum coming. Yes, yes. Uh, and then we, we left. Uh, the Goblin Camp. And that brings us to our most recent session, which was uh, the new... Arriving the, uh, in the Bale. town of Bale. Bale, yeah. The, the new town we're at for the, the new quest, um, which we, we haven't started yet. We're just in the town, uh, having a look around. Um, the very... You've not done too much. You've done some investigating. Done um, some investigating. But... Tears going through a bit. Um which pains me because Dan doesn't know anything of it and Dan can't help him. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> I guess. Um, well, we can, I think we can talk about this um, another time. There was a major cliffhanger that we ended on, which I think you want to talk about. Yeah, Tyr got a dog. <laughs> Tyr came well, with a random creature thing. Um, so we ended... This final session. Now we're not going to play for a month or two. Coming back before after Christmas, after the break and everything. We're not going to play for the new year. We're recording this currently on the fifteenth of December. Um, so I wanted to find a good, annoying cliffhanger to end it on for Alex. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, Tear Tear has a a monster pet thing that's there, um, and I have no idea why. And I'm not going to know for a month. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So you said dog at first. I think dog is misleading. This is a, it's a black dog-like creature. It's got like a, almost like a hyena mane going down the center of its neck. That's like purple. It's got swirling purple eyes. So it, it looks weird, is what it looks like. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a weird dog. Um, yeah. And that's that's the campaign. That's we're caught up. Uh, we are session. Yeah, we have caught up fully. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's everything. We have some. Yeah, we'll talk very briefly about our plans going forward with the podcast. Yes, yes, we can. We've got some fun guests coming up. Yep, fun guests in the new year that we've we, we've booked tentatively. Hopefully they materialize. I'm very excited for some of them. Yes, um, yes, yes. Um, so good we will have the new year. Um, we're going to be carrying on. We'll have some repeat guests from previous episodes. Oh yeah, that, yeah. We're going to have some repeat guests where we're going to focus fully on maybe some topics that you guys want us to cover, like how yep. to make combat engaging, how to make this engaging, how to make that engaging, which we will really delve into and really try to answer that question. On like tips, strategies, things we employ to get that flowing yeah. nicely, uh, and then we will have obviously our normal episodes. Uh, currently, right now, we won't be recording for like another month, uh, but we have got all the episodes out until we need to record again. So you're fine; you'll get episodes. We've um, pre-planned everything. We've done a, yes. I would say so, a cracking job at recording. Yeah, episode. Yeah. Our editor might disagree, <laughs> as they are currently struggling to edit an episode right now. 
Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hi, editor. We, we, we're talking about you right now while you're struggling. We're having a great time. We're both sat here laughing. Yeah, and you're I'm chilling. Um, <laughs> sat there struggling. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I don't know if we will play D&D before we record next. I, I, I'm not sure. Depends on we record. I think it's likely recording will happen before we play. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I think that's and about thank it. You for, yeah. For thank you for like time. listening to us chat shit for like, the past couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, thank you. Yeah. And we will we will continue to chat shit for the next as long as possible, really. Yeah. Basically. Um, and then once we finished arc one with the Ulador campaign, which won't happen for a while, <laughs> every time every time we think about it, it's going to be longer. Um, <laughs> it is, it is, it is. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do my pirate campaign, which we'll talk about when it starts. Um, and we'll, we'll try, really try to do our best to sort of explain as we go along what happens in that uh, and not sort of as someone said, it's like watching an adventuring a party without having watched the main campaign, which is an understandable bit of feedback there. We will definitely try and yeah. explain more and go into more detail. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's everything. Thank you very much for watching. Um, and we will see you, um, I mean, for you guys next week, for us in the new year. Yes. Um, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Uh, yeah. Bye.